offended by being given like P. Am I live? Of course I'm live. Better late than never. People deluded, I'm back again. Thank you very much for tuning back in each and every time. As usual, it's a pleasure to be here with you lot every day, day in, day out. You know, one love to everyone who supports it on Twitch. You know, typically we're live at 10 a.m. You know, we've got, you know, we do football manager, we do football watch-alongs, Premier League watch-alongs. We do it all on Twitch, people, yeah, and typically preview games. On the topic of Twitch, people, please make sure you're checking your schedules. There's a lot of content to come out. And you know me, I don't like anybody to miss out, people. Obviously, to, well, today over on YouTube, I'm going to do a preview of Arsenal versus West Ham. I've sent the link. I'll drop the link again. Uh, later today on YouTube, again, it's uh, Manchester City versus Leeds. So it's only right to do a watch along. On Thursday, I'll be doing Chelsea versus Everton. That will be on Twitch. Obviously, tomorrow, Arsenal versus West Ham will be on YouTube. And obviously, I believe I'm trying to get an Arsenal-West Ham collab with someone. So stay posted. But I'm definitely going to have Graham on Friday to talk Arsenal. And I'm going to have Mo on Thursday. So, yeah, make sure you're there. Obviously, you know talking points make sure you're having a think more importantly than that please make sure you're following and subscribing across both platforms even more important than that people i hope everyone's doing well and safe you know we've all woken up on this tuesday morning afternoon evening or night whatever case it may be for you lot hope that continues to be the case as usual wishing you guys continued positive health mentally financially spiritually and all of those things you can't do anything without health and wishing you lot the best of luck and the you know positive support on your goals hopes dreams aspirations and ambitions in life if we're not trying to do that then there's no point living now i'm tired of speaking about the champions league draw we'll vaguely go over it uh there's you know covid is mashing up the place where the premier league is concerned and i think if football mirrors society and society mirrors football where england are concerned we're probably gearing up for another lockdown and i'll be amazed I can't lie. Again, I'm no health expert. I don't know anything, people. But me personally, I will be amazed if, you know, we don't see some sort of shutdown where, where England's concerned where society, whether that's back to working from home, which is there, or closing down pubs and things. And likewise, I do think the Premier League I do think we're getting we're moving closer to it potentially being postponed. You know, Manchester United versus Brentford has been obviously cancelled for now. Uh, you're seeing a lot of COVID cases, not necessarily, you know, obviously sometimes sadly players are getting it, but you're seeing a lot of coaching staff and a lot of clubs like he, Arsenal haven't dealt with the players ain't got it. Well, you know what we, we've dealt with it in the past, but apparently, you know, people in and around, you know, the first team members and whatnot in terms of the staff have got it. So it's something you can't really control. Yeah, we can talk about vaccinations and whatnot. I mean, did you see Zaninsky? You know, he's had a, he had a vaccination. Now he's got chest pains. You know, Kimmich has suffered quite, um, what's the word? complications with his breathing now there's got to be a coincidence with these foot, foot there's too many footballers struggling with with breathing now on a football field especially with what's going on in light so covid is savaging everything you know villa united spurs everybody's getting it and and having to deal with things so i don't think it's going to it's, it's it's going to go <clears throat> Anytime soon. Manchester United's game against Brentford was postponed. I can read it out to you. Manchester United can confirm that our Premier League fixture at Brentford FC on Tuesday the 14th at 7.30 has been postponed and we will be rescheduled in due course, people. Following PCR confirmation of positive LFT 
COVID tests among the first team staff and players. The outbreak requires ongoing surveillance. The decision was taken close to first team operations at Carrington's training complex for 24 hours to help minimise risk of further infection. Um, and individuals who tested positive are isolating in line with pro with Premier League protocol. So first things first, health is wealth, health is everything. So again, we're hoping everybody can stay well and well and safe and all of those sort of things. If not, then again we have a problem. COVID outbreaks, uh general talking points, we'll call it that. So any talking points, etc. Don't feel any sort of way to get them in, folks. As usual, big up everybody that's locked in. I'm literally just making sure we've got timestamps and then when this gets re-uploaded and that, you lot are nice. So yeah, Man United are feeling a bit of a strain. And I feel personally, I feel there's a precursor coming. I don't want to be the guy to, to spread doom and gloom, not that it necessarily is. But I do think in society, you know, people that aren't vaccinated they're going to be kind of bullied into getting it whether they want it or not you know you're going to kind of be goaded in a way where you can't live a normal life until you get it certain people up front are just going to get it now if we look at nfl or american counterparts the nfl is requiring players and staff to receive covid booster by december the 27th as first you know amari in case um identified people omicron you know it sounds like a transformer in that but if this is a precursor people you know obviously you know booster shots are being available are being made available 37 Seven players, including nine Washington players, unavailable because of COVID as NFL records single highest single day of positive cases since the beginning of the um, pandemic. I do think if I remember correctly and I screenshotted, I do think um, there's a sister sort of statement from the Premier League people in terms of rising cases. I don't think I have it. To, I don't think I've got it to hand. I actually don't think I have it to hand people, but I think the Premier League said cases have risen as well. So we're in a bit of a problem, people. So, yeah, the NFL is requiring players and other key members to receive a booster dose of the COVID vaccine as part of the league mandate to be fully vaccinated, according to the memo. Multiple outlets released the context of the memo, which coincided with a notable uptake in reported positive tests around the league. There you can see people. So, yeah, people, you know, this is what's going on. You know, tier one and two personnel who have previously been vaccinated must receive a booster shot by the 27th of December, giving them just two weeks to comply. Tier one staff encompasses players, coaches and trainers. Tier two includes general managers and front office employees. The mandate covers those who have received, you know, these shots more than six months ago, people. 36 um, players were placed on the COVID reserve slash COVID list on Monday, all of whom tested positive for coronavirus. According to the NFL transaction wire, a 37th test tested positive after the Daily Wire was published, making it the highest single day. So, yeah, people, I think this is a precursor. Like I said, man, I, I, I think I think it's going to be I think this is a precursor. I do think, you know, they're going to start forcing people to have it. It should be at your discretion and all of these sort of things. So that's that where COVID is concerned, people. Well, it's not that where COVID is concerned because it's, it's, it's not a joke at all, people. Um, and again, praying for anyone that's suffering with such and whatnot champions league sorry folks i'm just making sure we've got the timestamps um so yeah it is what it is man everyone's either getting a cold flu or covid peak winter this year exactly so you lot stay healthy stay safe you know i know we like to it's getting to new year's as well that's why i think where the premier league's concerned and society we haven't seen the best of it because on the face of it i hope everyone can enjoy their christmas with health guidelines in place could you know see their friends and family and do what they need to do but you see you know christmas is what next week you've got new year's it just feels like 
just before the end of the year, Boris Johnson is going to have something to say. And obviously, that's going to have a knock-on effect for people in the UK like you and me. It's obviously going to have an effect for the footballers and what's going on with the fixture schedule list, people, because it seems like it's getting all mad again. Morning, broski. So it is what it is. Like I said, people, please make sure you're here over on YouTube at 11.30 um, for the Arsenal West Ham preview. Later today, it's Manchester City against Leeds, people, which I'll be doing a watch along. Let me be shameless in my promotion and drop some links. Even if you can't be there, please make sure you hit the like button because, again, every like, like literally helps. It puts the YouTube algorithm to work and makes them think, OK, these lot like it. Maybe somebody else will like it, people. But again, I need you lot's help to do such. Uh, as you know, like I said, you've got Arsenal West Ham preview and Manchester City Leeds just links just dropped. Tomorrow is Watch Along Business. Appreciative to the 17 of you, 18 now, including myself, who have hit the like button on that video. So, yeah, make sure you're doing up that one as well, people. Obviously, at 11.30, we'll preview Arsenal West Ham. We'll talk about any talking points related to Arsenal, etc., etc. Don't feel any sort of way if you've got any Arsenal-related things to, to, to throw out here. But, yeah, it's just something to bear in mind. Big up yourself, A. Footy Chats, I appreciate you. Again, everybody locked in, man. You seem to be here. Bro, I just what Bro, I just watched your video about Aubameyang and the captaincy. Did Arteta have to tell the players that the, the media, sorry, that he breached? I know as fans we want facts, but sometimes you have to protect the players. No locks. You said it there. And listen, I'm not. I don't think Arteta is wrong in calling a spade a spade and condemning someone public. I don't necessarily think he's right. Like you said, sometimes you need to protect your players, and you've got to win. A, you've got to lose a battle, but win a war. Or you could have said. Or even you could have added a human element. You know, most people, most certain sane people, certain people are still onto him. With you know, regardless, he's 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 done something in it. But it, I, just even by doing the live stream yesterday, and I'm pretty sure that I brought it up live at the time, and even checking the comments, a lot of normal people, yeah, they might be onto a Bamian when they hear he breach, he's messing about. You know, they already question his captaincy, all all of all of these things. But the minute it come out that it's something to do with his family, kind of why he's gone away, you know, it was it was nonsense surrounding the whole tattoo thing. In fact, it wasn't because he had a tattoo. Um, but at the same time, you know, it was it was unrelated to what was going on. Um, I think he could have said, I said it then and I said it now. I think, you know, I don't think he's wrong. I don't think Aubameyang is wrong. I don't think either party is right. For Aubameyang, listen, if that was my mother or whatever... I'm not trying to come back in it. I'm th things are more important than football. But at the same time, the club has given you, you know, that trust you as a captain, as a mature individual, to go to France and come back in time so that you can complete your training, potentially be involved in Southampton. Obviously, we hear he might miss because of you know COVID reason, not not because he's got COVID, he needs to segregate and all of those sort of things. But at the same time, for Mikel Arteta, when you go back to the Villarreal game when he was suffering with malaria and things like that, you could have just called a spade a spade. For Arteta, he either could have shut up about it, he could have just said a man's injured or a man's ill, like like many managers do when there's something going on, like with Rafa Benitez and Luca Dean, why he didn't play against us sort of thing. Or he could have added a human element and said, all right, boom, listen, he breached, in it? We told him to come back. There's something surrounding his family. He didn't come back. And then most people would say, all right, cool, rules are rules. But it's a family thing. It weren't he was going to get tattoos or driving a Lambo or doing all of this nonsense. But I don't think Arteta is wrong, but I don't think he's right. And sometimes you have to protect your player, especially somewhere. Where, let's be honest. A lot of people, of course, a lot of people can see 
you know, it for what it is. But obviously, people are human. The, the fact that Aubameyang isn't in form is going to add fuel to the fire. It's not, people don't even care if you're right or wrong. The same way, if he, it would be wrong, but if he was, you know, putting in 10, 20 goals at this point this season, many people would say, all right, cool. You know, if Saka or Smith-Rowe did it, people would be like, all right, you know what you man are normally doing a Mazza. But if, you know, if we still had William and William did it, man are on to him. And even, I know it's not the same, but... You know, just to play devil's advocate as an ignorant fan, you know, just as a purely ignorant, as a, as a purely ignorant fan, I see William go off to, to do the salt baiting in Dubai. Why is Aubameyang being killed, really, for, for going and looking after Mumsy? Now, again, the two are not the same. And I guess William actually listened to what was going on. And for me, with for Aubameyang, obviously, he's an experienced individual. If he can take the piss, then what's going on, really and truly, you know? And again, you really do have a question around senior leadership at Arsenal Football Club. I do think Aubameyang's a leader. I do think Partey's a leader. But right now, Partey's feeling safe for himself because he can't, he can't, he, you can't lead no one in that case. Aubameyang isn't exactly the captain material. Granit Xhaka's told fans to F off, even though I think he is. Leno's keeping it moving. So on top of really the senior players underperforming and failing on the pitch, you're struggling to see the leadership. And I always say these, these are players that are here for the present, you know, and even that, you know, I'm not trying to throw party into it but he's here for you he could including the, the seasons he's been in already he could be here for about five years granite Xhaka isn't young i mean isn't exactly he isn't young but he isn't old you know leno in theory is busting out but you get it you know these senior players are meant to be the guys for now they're meant to tee us up to get stronger places for europe so that we can bring in better players and obviously for the futures the sackers the smith rolls and that the playing squad is better we're qualifying for europe we're realizing potential and ambitions collectively from the management to the players to the fans to the owners etc but that's dream world and you know right now it don't look like that is a thing man but yeah you're right man that's a good way and to be honest you've welcomed me fully up man i'm ready for all my live streams today i can't lie i'm fully in thinking mode appreciate you lot tuned in mickey Everybody, man. And if I haven't said your name, don't feel any sort of way, man. I appreciate all the support. I'm not saying it because it's cliche, you know. You lot made man think life is worth living again. So I appreciate all the support you man dropping this thing time and time and time again. Try Corey from West Ham Way. Well, uh, I refuse to talk. Uh, you know, well, uh, I can't, I can't, I can't talk in it. You know what we're, you know, in the transfer market, there are a lot of players we're interested in. You know, I'm interested in doing a lot of collabs with a lot of uh, a lot of YouTubers and a lot of people. So in the future, if there's something up, we'll see what could be done. If not, um, then you just have to take it for all it is. But there's a long way to go. Uh, you know, who knows? We may have messaged or may not. Uh tomorrow thing okay all right back a fuck with that but yeah you have to wait and see just make sure you make sure you're checking your twitch schedules in it that's all i'm gonna say just make sure you're checking them twitch schedules uh what was i gonna say i need to find a time though because i'm what 2 p.m youtube tomorrow 2 p.m football manager I'm gonna have r at 10 Obviously, the thing is at 11.30. I mean, the thing is at, is at 8. I'm going to be live at 7. I need to have a think and fit that one in then. Sorry, people. Sorry, man. We're meant to be here live. I'm just... This and the content never stops, man. The content never stops. Bro, Aubameyang's illness has really hit him hard. I feel the pain. She's miles away from him too. Exactly, man. A lot of these... This is why, yeah. I know money has nothing to do with it. 
And obviously, uh, he's in a privileged position. There's, you know, there's, there's certain, you know, obviously he's a footballer. He's got a degree of freedom and a lot of things. A lot of people don't have that and a lot of whatever in it. And I think with COVID, a lot of people been suffering in silence. A lot of people been suffering. And, you know, one thing I hate is when it comes to footballers, there's a lack of, in all aspects, you know, there's a lack of, humanness you they don't really footballers are not really humanized you know like they don't have feelings like they're just all money it don't matter if you only earn a pound a day or if you earn millions of quid you know or thousands of quid where Bamian's concerned if you know we're all gonna yeah he might be able to get a Versace casket but we're all dead and buried six foot under you know and whatever happens past that happens you know hopefully I'm in heaven you know with the Cali playing in the heaven premier league and that with Thierry Henry but um you know, on a serious note, it doesn't matter. You know, football doesn't matter. And for a Bamian, you know, in a good way, it can kind of help. Not the illness, but obviously, when your mum's suffering from illness, do you care about your form? It's not that you don't care, but does it matter? At the end of the day, you're only putting a ball in the net. Really? You know, so again, as bad as he might have things, things were from a professional point of view, these things kind of... No, it's a bad thing to kind of want it to, but it puts your mind off things, puts it onto worse stuff, granted, but it puts things into perspective for him. Obviously, this is going to be chipping away at you mentally. Like, Aubameyang's just been poor because he's been poor, but he's had the malaria, he's had his mum's illness, he's had personal things. You know, he's probably had his own problems that no one knows about. Obviously, him, who knows? He might have to take on... He's a family man. He, he's got bare problems as well. So, and this is a tough time. And again, we only know about his mother, but God forbid, what if he's his best friend or his auntie's got it and things like that? And not just him, other people as well. So, you know, it's upsetting, man, for anybody suffering with COVID and whatnot, man, going through these things. Big up, deluded, my G. Hope you're doing well. It's prison, Zaza from Rants. Right, big up yourself, Zaza. Nice to see you out here doing well and whatnot, man. Fresh hope and them things there. Defo dehumanised and, and, and more time. When it was this, out of all the ball, obviously there was other sportsmen doing their thing and whatnot. But when it came to you know, look, trying to help average members of society like you and I, people that ain't rich and things, or people even worse off than us people. Who were the first people in the public eye to do something? You know, more than this, but you were seeing Callum Wilson. You know, Callum Wilson was saying, mum, mum used to go to a food bank and you're seeing Wagwan. Reese James was out here. Marcus Rashford is still out here and was out here. And there was plenty, Henderson done bare things and he's always doing bare things as well. Anyways, you know, and there's plenty of other, plenty of other things, you know. A lot of these footballers, forget where they come from, but plenty of them don't forget where they come from. And if I'm honest with you, when you look at sportsmen, they're probably the easiest to identify with. Yeah, true, say, boxes, you know, Fury and Joshua, they come from normal walks of society. Formula One, apart from Lewis Hamilton, you know, them and they are rich, so you can't really identify with them, you know, and it's, I might, and what annoys me is this focus on football stuff, especially from the politicians, you know. While the footballers were out here trying to save people, politicians were snorting coke in, in, in Downing Street and, and taking a piss while people were literally watching their loved ones die in hospital and were told they can't see them and things. These lot were taking a piss. So footballers are, it would be nice to see footballers treated a bit more human, but that's it's probably dream chasing to expect such, if I'm honest with you. You know, this chair's getting hella cranky now. What next for a Bamian? We'll call it that. But that's a good way to kick things off, man. Really. You know, creative juices flowing and all of that. Don't know where we was going with that, but nonetheless, we went somewhere in it. What else are you lot saying? D 
DG, what's your thoughts on the impact Ralph has had on Man United's recent form? Do you think United have improved? Honestly, it's too early. Like, I'm sure if I if I got to see them on the training ground, you know, I'm sure they have improved. First things first, you know, a lot of, you know, mentally there's improvements, you know, subconsciously, because a lot of people didn't want Oli. A lot of people weren't getting a chance under Oli. A lot of people really had no man, apart from Martial, who just come out and just said, I want to bust out regardless. And Ralph has actually said, you need to chat to United. You know, everybody's kicked into gear. People that probably, you know, I'm, you're a United fan, you know, I don't know any which players it would have been, but players that were just, no matter what form, they were starting week in, week out. You know, Ralph Ranjik, he can't afford that luxury if United are to save their season. It's the players that are performing. So, complacency gone. Players that couldn't battle, you know, Van der Beek and them sort of man there probably got another lease of life um, introduced within them because they can earn a spot in the team. You know, everybody, you know, a lot of people clearly... Didn't really feel Oli from a tactical point of view, from a human level, etc. So you are going to see an uptake in relation to, you know, if the pressing is going to last, if, you know, all of them things, I, you know, I, I don't know. It's interesting to watch this 4-2-2-2 business and this pressing business that you're installing. But, you know, even a magician, you know, couldn't 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 change it overnight. It's, it's going in the right blocks, but it's probably too early to talk about stuff, really. You know, I, mean, I at least need to see a month or whatever, or at least need to see this Christmas period. At the end of the day, you know, people are getting over the line. But if you ask me based on the Norwich game, I would say no. You know, I could sit here and say, which I do believe in that, Carroll Road is a tough place. Like, I think Arsenal are going to struggle there. Um, and I can say, obviously, them and they are fighting for their lives in the league. Um, and these things happen. And you could say you would lose that game under Ole Gullisosha. But I would say, for me personally, you know, I think United were poor in that game. I think they were, I won't say lucky, but, you know, Ronaldo with the dark hearts, Max Aaron's with the naiveties. They've got, you know, a penalty has grabbed three points. Now, it doesn't matter, but I wouldn't say I've seen improvements based off of that game. So, Steps in the right direction, but I feel anybody's forcing it, you know. And I, when I see people like Gary Nev, you know, proclaiming Ralph has done this, that, and the other, I'm not deny, denouncing it or denying it, but you can't change everything in a matter of things, you know. Some of them United players have been making several mistakes before they were introduced to that club. Certain people have been making those mistakes for years, so it's not going to change overnight, you know. A lot, you know, old habits die hard, you know. If you've been, you know, if you're a cigarette smoker for 10 years and you say, I'm going to, some certain men do it and women do it, but if you say, I'm going to stop tomorrow, it's not going to work like that, is it? You need to, you need to think about it. So you're not going to lose all those bad habits. Improvement for me at Man United is first and foremost, cut out the stupid mistakes. Can anybody say, you know, because we ain't seen 10 games under Donny. Can you honestly say that that's gone? I have no doubt, doubt Ralph Ranjit's going to do it. It's more on the players, you know. I feel a lot of the, these players now, where United are concerned, the man they have been taken to the water, they need to decide to drink sort of thing and, and whatnot, you know. Lindelof, uh, no, no, not Lindelof, because it's well, in fact, Lindelof, Maguire, Wambasaka, you know, Luke Shaw, these lot are not going to get their frailties out of their game, you know. Man, like Fred has been putting in a shift, but it'll be interesting to see what he's on, you know. I'm interested to see what he's doing with Greenwood because I think he. He wants to push Greenwood, I feel. I feel Greenwood was, I won't say assured the first team spot under Oli. And I think Oli did right by Greenwood, where I'm concerned. But I feel, I don't know. I feel he wants to push Greenwood. I think he, I think Greenwood, I don't think he, I think in his mind, I don't think he thinks Greenwood knows how good he can be. So I'm interested to see that. Obviously, it goes without saying Hodson, I'm not man said Hodson a day. Um, Jaden Sancho, obviously, he was in Germany. Ralph Ranjit was in Germany. His name dropped him and all these things. So it'll be interesting to see to see what happens in that regards, if I'm completely honest. As Ralph Ranjit 
improved and united what else have we got man interesting comments man interesting comments let's be honest deluded my captain can go to prison beat up the police while his sister disrespecting legends like roy keen for well deserved criticism it's just mad unfair and it's always the same problem players who are not british or white don't get the same same treatment like my brothers you know obviously racism is bad again you know we we know this you know when certain people make problems or have have a chip on certain men are told they've got a chip on their shoulder they've got an attitude problem other men are told they're edgy and they've got the bit between their teeth and you know they've got the x factor and things like that there's a lot of downright racism um and there's a lot of blatant racism there's a lot of undertones and for me the most scary thing is the language and the undertones because a lot of people don't i'm not it's, there's blatant racism but it's the it's the it's, it's this it's the it's the little things it's like obviously I do think we're getting into a world where it's getting a bit ridiculous. Like, obviously, if somebody is black, strong, you know, powerful, you know, you don't need to talk about their skin colour, but pace and power or powerful is one thing. But for me, especially when I see technical magicians on the football field, it, it just seems to me, especially when you speak about Vieira, Yaya Toure, Paul Pogba in current day, you know, a lot of these guys are just uh, renounced or, 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 or I don't even know the word, but they're just reduced would be the right word, I guess. Reduced to just these physical duns. Like, the, all them three. Imagine Yaya Toure, Vieira, Pogba in a midfield together. You're going to see balling. Pogba can do it all with a football. Vieira, I can't lie. I think it, it's a bit racism because nobody seems to, you know, people forget he was wavy on a football, um, with a football and the driving runs and whatnot. Yaya Toure, if you've been watching Premier League in the last few years prior to him calling it a day, you know what time it is. And if you don't know, you the glorious thing is YouTube's there. You can educate yourself on such. But yeah, man, it probably is that. It probably is that. It's the, it's the, you know, you got to look at it, you know, minorities or, or people that could report. And there's a lot of unconscious bias. You got to think about it logically, you know. If minorities don't own no football clubs, they don't own, 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 they don't own, they don't own any football clubs. They don't own any media houses. They don't own Sky Sports. They don't, you know, own anything or, or, or control anything with positions of influence. If you can't control the media or have a proper foot in the media, then you can't control how what, what how these guys are spoken or written of. You don't own no football club. So then again, you can't have a mandate to increase diversity, regardless of what these lot say, people. So that's my two pence in it, really and truly, if, if there was any to have, personally. Interesting nonetheless, man interesting comments you lot are making this live stream for them, bro bro what do you make of harry kane he's really struggling for form and unspoken of Grealish, 100 million not banging at city why do you think they're struggling this season well again first things first again you lot are making the content for me why are Grealish slash kane struggling i would say for kane I mean, it's going to sound that you, I don't know with Kane. I don't actually know because I'm very wet. You know me. I don't like to just come out here and, and and just say certain things. But a bit of it is clearly, I think you should always be motivated. If you want to leave a club, you should always remain motivated. The better you play, the more people are going to be interested. Saying that Kane's probably slashed his price tag in half with this form. I would say a man, you know, a bit of it's probably, you know, a, a lot of it's probably mentally doesn't want to be there. All of these sort of things. The whole team is playing poor. I would say it's more... I won't say he's lost his mojo, but I'd say Kane looks like he's suffering mentally, like he don't want to be there. And again, it's no excuse. Obviously, if me and you don't want to be at a job 
and we still need to get paid or we're still contracted. We still need to do it to a certain way. But how many of you have been at jobs you hate where you wake up and you're groaning at the alarm? You can't wait till till, till five o'clock or whatever your, your shift's done. And then you're excited. But then two hours later, when you go home, you make a dinner, you shower, you know, you watch a Netflix or whatever you need. You got to go back to bed and then do it all again. It, it, it plays on you. The whole team is struggling, you know. And I feel with, with Spurs, they, they lost Vinicius and Bale. That was about 21 goals. Son struggled at times this season. Kane's form, he's probably got a bit of the Euros hangover with Grealish. Suddenly, it's highlighted more. But I think it's a, it's a mental thing, but he's doing poor. I wish Aubameyang got cut the same luxuries, though, Carl. I swear Gabriel's got the, got more goals than him in the Prem this year. But I would say it's mainly mental with the projected move, with maybe feeling like a prisoner. But at the same time, your Harry Kane, quality is always there. You still, you look a different player for England, so I'd say it's mental. For Grealish, I think people are treating him a bit harsh. At the end of the day, he was bought for 100 million. There's no way around it. I would say Grealish, for me, Grealish, I said it when he signed for them. He Everything he thought, I can't tell him nothing in it, car. I'm just a fan. But everything he thought he, he knew about football, he's learning it again. You know, everything, everything, even when, because what, he he got to City in England and he arrived at Man City, an England player and obviously a Premier League player for Aston Villa and playing for a number of years. I think he's unlearning things. A lot of the things, because you respectfully to Villa, because you're a big fish in a small pond, you're not really going to be, man, I'm not really going to get at you. You know, if you do amazing dribble at Villa respectfully and dance past six, man, it doesn't come to anything. They're going to say, wow, if City, everyone can do that. So they're going to say, why did you do that? You know, if it works, cool. But if it doesn't, even sometimes under Pep, it works. Like you see with Henri. You know, he's the, Henri gives the famous story of him bagging in La Liga. He didn't listen to Pep. He scored. He started celebrating. Pep hooked him at half time or something like that. So I think Grealish is learning that sort of stuff. Of course, he's still adapting to his team. I think he's still unlearning. I think he needs to probably work on finishing because sometimes it looks mentally like he's suffering front of goal. You know, some of the misses Grealish scores. Um, he's being judged to harsher standards as well. You know, you know, he's a great player, but he's not worth 100 million at this moment in time. I, I, I you know, the, in, the, in today's day and age, it is what it is. You could spend a lot worse. Um, if I could, I would. Grealish is a mazza, but... I would say, you know, it's the standards, you know. Gre Grealish is best at Villa, is meaty at, at City. So it's, it's, it's a that thing, really. I, I don't think he's doing poorly. I just think he needs to put the get ball in the back of the net. And I think for Grealish, he fits in. He doesn't necessarily stand out. And I guess if man want him to stand out, then I've kind of answered it. But I think he fits in. Um, I wouldn't personally know at this moment in time that you bought him for 100 million because for me, it's fantastic to see him linking up with Phil Foden. But I don't necessarily know that. Like I said, he's learning a lot on the field, off the field, tactically. For me, he's relearned. The main thing is he's relearning football. Everything he thought you playing under Pep, you know, Walker probably had it, Sterling probably had it, Stones probably had it, all them and they probably have it. Everything you think you know about ball, Pep's about to show you everything you thought you knew was a lie, bro. Listen to me, you're gonna learn. And I think it's that obviously it's probably more rigorous as well. Again. Probably a bit of a Euros hangover tax like all these English players. Maybe, again, the fixtures, you know, the, the fixture calendar list you're, you're, you're facing or subject to being a part of that city is clearly completely different to what you can expect at Villa, where you know, what you're playing once a week, twice, twice a week, most with the competitive fixture calendar list, um, in my opinion. But yeah, hopefully I've answered that to the best I can. I apologise if I haven't. Playing under a new system takes time to learn. I bet in a couple of months, Grealish will be a full-time first-team player. Fact. Pardon me. How the hell do calls like Man City's handball against Wolves still get caught? Brother, you see VAR this week? Shagger legs. Shagger, shagger legs. Where shags happen? 
you know, one sec as well, man, because we need to make sure that's the timestamp. VAR, Champions League. You know, VAR, I can't lie, the Rafina one. The Leeds, let's talk about the Chelsea ones first, bro. Like, the Chelsea ones, um, I think Rüdiger's one is a pen, but at the same time, Rafina looks like he gets the ball, but he takes the man. The second one, I don't understand. You know, Jao Matinho's one's a shagging. This is where I say there's no point defending, you know. This is why, fair enough, you know, Matinho shouldn't be turning his hat, turning his back on the ball. But this is where no one's going to try to defend anymore. You're just going to get the silliness where man putting hands behind backs. You know, his turn is hitting there. I think that one is harsh, isn't it? I think that one's incredibly harsh. I thought the Ronaldo one was harsh. But um, when I watched it again in current day, it is it is it is um, it is a pen. You've seen less. You've seen it given for less. And Max Aaron shouldn't be holding him in it, you know. And again, how the Tomiyasu one isn't given, I don't know. But I just think something was in the air. I can't lie, you know. Even the Liverpool Villa one is that a pen? And Arsenal have been given some soft pens at, at times between now and last year, and we've been given ones that haven't. I just what I don't like is the inconsistencies because you know the pens that were given against Norwich, the pens that were given against Norwich Leeds, uh, you know, Norwich Leeds, Wolves, and there's someone else, Villa. These things are gonna happen in, in games again. You know, these games, these these games are gonna happen again. These uh, penalties are gonna happen, and we're gonna be told by whoever is on BT who used to be a ref or the governing body that does this. We're gonna be told why it isn't happening. Literally, it's a case by case, case by case basis. Is at the referee's discretion and things. So I don't think it makes sense. That's I just think that it's a freestyle thing. Chelsea won our pens, but the second one is soft. First one, he got the ball, follow through. But took the man. The first one is a pen. It's soft, but you know, you, you it's a trailing leg. The second one, I can't lie. I don't think that's a pen in it. I think that's very harsh. You know, I think there's the I think the villa one is very harsh. I think the harshest from I think Ronaldo's one is probably the least harshest because Max Aaron's is guilty. I think Matinho's is probably the harshest, if I'm honest with you. Peter Watson, Peter Walton, whatever him name, whatever Donny's name is. And they just freestyle it. They don't even even before that. Who was it? They had web. They just freestyling. They don't. And for me, you just you lose the legit legitimacy of it. You know, I would no one trust VAR. No one trusts UEFA after 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 yesterday. How the hell? You know, you lot have known. You know, when you're drawing the groups, when you're doing last sixteen, last eight semis, quarters, and finals, you can't afford to get this wrong. It looks like blatant corruption and. You know, obviously, depending on what club you support, you're probably, you know, it's a sigh of relief or it's not, you know, depending on Chelsea because, you know, Abramovich made that call to Arshavin and his countrymen and made sure, coincidentally, we've drawn Lille again. Don't hate the player, hate the game. Everyone needs to make sure they're paying their direct debits. But it does look interesting where the groups are concerned, people. You know, when it's all, I mean, well, you know what I mean, excluding groups. When you look at it, people, obviously, you know, we, we were robbed. We might see it later on in the competition, but we were as robbed of Messi versus Ronaldo and whatnot, and Mbappe versus Rashford, Pochettino, Derby and that, you know. We've been granted, you know, Kareem Adeniemi, who spent time as a young player at Bayern Munich. You know, Salzburg have the toughest task, hard, toughest of tasks of beating Bayern Munich, sporting against Manchester City. Benfica against Ajax, that should be a decent one. You know, I'm keen. I think Ajax battered them at home. I'm keen to see the, the, the away fixture in Portugal. Chelsea versus Leo. Where did, did they play each other last year in the group? Where do I why do I feel like I've seen that Chelsea Leo game more often than not? You know, Eden Hazard derby with no Eden Hazard. Um 
again, if there's any Chelsea fans, why do I feel like I'm getting deja vu? Not because they've withdrawn twice yesterday, but I feel like I've seen this fixture enough times before. Um, you've got Atletico, Manchester United. Personally, I think Ronaldo sees them through, but you can't underestimate Simeone's men. Uh, you know, obviously, they're a difficult team to play against, you know. I've seen a lot of Man United fans say they would have rather PSG than Atletico. And on one hand, it sounds mad, but I kind of get it. You know, PSG is not as structured. You know, you know, Atletico is a bit of organised chaos. Uh, you've got Villarreal against Juventus. Juventus are underperforming. So that's anybody's, you know, in my opinion. And, you know, back in Una Emre, former Guna all the way. Inter Milan against Liverpool. You'd imagine Liverpool deal with what they need to deal with and brush aside them. And you always got to be wary, you know. For me, Ronaldo going back to Spain, former Madrid man. Karim Adeniemi might not do the business, but he's been called up by Germany, capped by Germany. He's playing his former team, you know. Mo Salah returning to Italy. You know, Carlo Ancelotti derby where PSG and Real Madrid are concerned. The Mbappe derby, you know, Mbappe might forget what change rooms he's supposed to go to and all those things. You know, Neymar Neymar and Messi are going to have to do a job. You know, Sergio Ramos, it, go, it goes without saying. It's going to be an interesting clash, people. You've got Salzburg, Bayern Munich, Sporting Lisbon, Manchester City, Benfica, Ajax, Chelsea, Lille, Atletico Madrid, Manchester United, Villarreal, Juventus, Inter Milan, Liverpool. And you've obviously got PSG versus Real Madrid now for me again every I don't really feel there is a team to beat I feel people are sleeping on Real Madrid you know they haven't lost in 12 again by the time these guys will play each other injuries formations managers might not be there a lot of the narratives and talking points could change but if you're asking me today on the 14th of December you know I think PSG look shaky under Pochettino you know the game at the weekend who'd they play was it Monaco that was the first game in a while they actually looked like a complete team while we all know in terms of the front three the front three and the rest of the team are two different sides Real Madrid they've got players in form Benzema Kroos, Modric, Vinicius Jr., Carlos doing the business. They ain't lost in 12, in 11 games, 12, 12, 11 games. You know, if I think people are really discounting Real Madrid's ability to go through and do this, do this thing. You can't sleep on Pep Guardiola. You have to give Chelsea the right respect, regardless of if you think they're the strongest team there or not. They are the trophy holders. They've got a target on their back. They finessed their way to the final last year. You have to rate them and out of, you can't sleep on Lille because Chelsea, if I look at their last fixtures in all calendars, you know, they've been getting a bit complacent. They were very complacent against Zenit. Tuchel and these players can't do any of that foolishness against Leo. Everybody's there because they deserve it. No one's there by a fluke. But unless it's a mighty Ducks thing, Chelsea are wiping the floor with Leo. I think that game's done and dusted at, at the bridge. And I don't think there's a way goals. You know, obviously, when you look at teams to beat, as I said, man are sleeping on Real Madrid. Liverpool and Bayern Munich, out of all these teams, are probably the two best performing teams right now, pound for pound. You can never sleep on a team that's got Pep Guardiola. You can never sleep on a team that's got Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo, if I'm completely honest with you. Obviously, shout out to Una Emre, Simeone. You know, I can't remember the sporting guy's name and I don't watch sporting week in, week out, but they, they play fairly attractive football and maybe they get inspiration from Leipzig. Leo have been poor this season. It ain't quite been what they were on last year, sort of thing. And again, Ramos, the Ramos derby. Again, you know we're going to be doing live streams for all of these things in it. We're definitely doing a live stream for PSG Real Madrid. You know, I guess we got to follow Ronaldo. And you know, we, you know me, I'm. We're going to be somewhere in it. We're going to be somewhere. Uh, where is the? Where is it? So we can close that. So folks, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. We'll get into why it was, if you don't know why, but I wanted to actually see this. I'm going to die for PSG. Ramos on emotions after Real Madrid draw. 
Um, he's only managed to play one game this year and he's got muscular injuries. He said, you know the affection and love I have for Real Madrid. Now it's my turn to defend PSG. I'll do everything possible to do it. It's the team that bet on me. I'm going to die for PSG. I would have liked not to have the confrontation with Real Madrid, but returning to the Bernabeu is, is, uh, is cause for joy because I could not have a real farewell because of COVID. He spoke about, and again, he spoke about many hours of darkness, you know, um, obviously due to his injuries and whatnot, people. It's been hard, different from what I've experienced in my career. Injuries, to feel like a player again is the most important thing. Uh, many years, many hours of darkness, loneliness, but it helped me to overcome challenges. It has helped me to know who we're really, who were really there and who were not. There'll be, there will be Ramos for a while. The family is always is already well adapted. I smile again, thinking about competing again. So big up Sergio Ramos for that one. Um, again, if you again if if you don't know why the draw was done again, let's see exactly why. What happened and why UEFA was forced to redo it, people. Um, let's scroll all the way down. Apparently, a series of errors occurred during the draw for the Champions League last 16 um, round, including the placement of marked balls, which resulted in UEFA having to redo them. Um, as you know, things went uh, smoothly for, for Benfica against Real Madrid. But there was obviously confusion when Manchester United were drawn against Villarreal. I'm sure we was watching that in real time and we said, why is Man United and City being drawn at the same time um, sort of thing? Um, so that 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 mean that was a problem. Another error then occurred during the draw for the third tie concerning Atletico with Manchester United's ball not included in the pot, thus meaning their ball could not be physically pulled out. You know, no corruption there in it, people. The draw continued to its conclusion. And then again, Atletico then revealed that the club had been in contact with UEFA to ask for an explanation and solutions. And then they had to redo it. UEFA was forced to redo the Champions League last 16 draw because the errors which occurred during the procedure rendered the results incoherently flawed and unfair. The European governing body issued a statement to explain what happened and declared the initial vote the initial draw, sorry, avoid. I'm not going to read out what was going on, but yeah, it is what it is. And if you remember the initial draw, it would have been Benfica, Real Madrid, Villarreal, Manchester City. I'm sure Real Madrid and Man City would have favoured that. Well, Man City probably won't be bothered a bit, you know, if I'm honest. Atletico versus Bayern Munich, you know, you're playing a beast in Bayern Munich, but you're playing Cristiano Ronaldo, so make of that. Salzburg against Liverpool. I'm sure Jurgen Klopp was going to use that opportunity to tap up Kareem Adeniemi and not let him exit Anfield on the return leg. I versus Inter, Sporting Juventus, Lille, Chelsea. I mean, that's the only one. And we was robbed of PSG, Man United. Obviously, the second draw, you see Salzburg against Bayern Munich, Sporting Man City, Benfica, Ajax. Chelsea still with Lille, Atletico versus Manchester United, Villarreal, Juventus, Inter Milan versus Liverpool, PSG versus Real Madrid, folks. Um, so, yeah, that's the round of the 16. Um, if we're looking for some other things, if you're looking for Europa League people, Sevilla have been drawn with Dynamo Zagreb. Zenit St. Petersburg has been drawn with Real Betis. At Atlanta against Olympiacos. couple of teams here, you know, three, four teams actually have dropped into the... Four teams so far have dropped from the Champions League. One, two, three, four, Sheriff as well. Seville, Dynamo, Zagreb, Zenit, St. Petersburg, Betis, At Atlanta, Olympiacos, Dortmund versus... Rain Is that Rangers? Uh, right, I think they got Rangers still. Yeah, I believe that is Rangers still. Yeah. Leipzig, Real Sociedad, Sheriff, who shouldn't be slept on against Braga. I think that's going to be a good game. Porto against Lazio. And I think we're all going to watch that. You know, Barcelona against Napoli. Napoli should fancy that, if I'm completely honest with you. 
you know, you've got the Conference League as well. Obviously, Marseille have been drawn with Kat Yarabag, PSV Tel Aviv, Fenerbahce, Slavia Prague, Michelin Pakor, Leicester Renders. That's why I asked, is, it, is that actually Rangers? Because I'm Rangers in the last one, because I'm sure there was this team, Renders, and it looked similar. Celtic against Glimt. And again, that team bopped Roma, Jose Mourinho's Roma. So you've got to be careful. Sparta, uh, Sparta Prague against Partizan. You know, that could be one for the scouts, especially where Partizan, this is a team you should always look and try to find them young Eastern European players coming through. Rapid VN against Tottenham, provided Tottenham go true. So it is what it is where that is concerned. Sheriff have been the surprise package for me, top team. Exa exactly. No one, they were probably expected to finish bottom. You know, we'll be supporting Rangers. You know, I like the left back, man. Is it Bassi? He played well against us in, 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 in in what them thing called again, man? In preseason, Maradona derby facts. First draw was better. I mean, from a neutral, as you know, as an Arsenal fan, we can't even get in the club in it. They're all telling us if it was a rave, we can't get in. They're saying you need to come with some girls or you need to come with less mandem. But yeah, for the neutrals, it was decent. Arshavin doing up the draws hundred percent. United might have drawn the one team that they aren't built to play against. To be fair with you. It sounds dumb, but I would have backed them a bit more. I would, if I was a United fan, I'd have been more confident against PSG than Atletico. But saying that, I don't think it's the same Atletico side. I do think United can cause problems. Of course, they're a well-engined unit, but I do think it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to watch for the neutrals, man. It's gonna be hella neutral. It's gonna be interesting. Villarreal are gonna beat Juventus, ain't it? And Neymar less PSG. I'm sure by then he'll be back. Don't no one should be sleeping on anyone in that blood. I think Pogba will be. I think Pogba will be key. I think it's deeper than the individuals. You know, Ronaldo, Pogba. They might if United go through, they might do the superstar thing and they get the highlights. But when I think of Atletico, you need every. It's a game of chess against Simeone. You know what you're gonna get, especially at home. You know he's gonna roar, g up the players, g up the fans. They're gonna get on top of you. They're difficult to break down. You know, they're quite basic, if I'm honest with you, going forward. But again, United's marking, it will improve under Ralph Ranick. But there's enough for Atletico to be confident. And there's enough for United to be confident. It's not quite a prime Atletico side. But again, you know, I'm sure all the teams still in Europe, in, any com in all the competitions, there's teams they would have liked to have got, teams they would rather not have got. But at the same time, when you're getting through, once you get to the last 16... There's no excuse. And I think the good thing is the away, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm sure the away goals thing isn't relevant now. And, you know, that was the biggest shag as an Arsenal fan. You know, it's come back 10 years too late. You get rid of away goals when we're at, you know, we might have been able to do a figure half of them, really. You know, it's all a shag, really. All a big, 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 big shag, big shag. Um, obviously, a couple of things, people, a couple of you, um, a couple of you mentioned Grealish, in it? Pepper's backed Grealish to start scoring despite a slow start. Two goals in 19 games, it's a mazo. I think Grealish, it will happen because he's still young. I think he's got the mentality. I think, you know, he's only 26 when I say young. But he's confident the goals will soon start flowing. He said he has to do exactly what he's doing. No more than that. The rest will come. He has chances to score two or three goals every game. And one day he's going to do it. He could have had a hat-trick against Watford. And in the last game, one or two goals again. Exactly. Maybe he's thinking about it too much. He said... The way he is playing is good, but when you play a fantastic team like Wolves, who are incredibly well organised, it is a good compliment for them that the fact to break their structure is so complicated. It was difficult for all our players, not just Jack. Never in my career did I find one season when every player stays from the beginning to the top in, in to the end in top form. There are highs and lows, but he doesn't have to score. What he has to do is play like he knows what to do. Feel that feel that his contribution is to help win games, and the rest will come. 
And obviously, they're, they're playing Leeds today, people, so that's a difficult one there. Martial has been urged by Ralph Ranić to speak to Manchester United if he does have a desire to exit the football club. Ralph has said, I don't communicate with agents via the media and the press. The player hasn't spoken with me or with us about it. And to be honest, what his agent says via the media is not that much interest to me. Exactly. Well, you're interim, so it isn't. But at the same time, that, that is someone that don't really rate what Martial's on. If it maybe he feels it's a bit snaky because obviously he doesn't communicate with the agents, but you might have a rogue agent, but nine times out of ten, the agent isn't, you know, he's his own man. I guess the agent's his own man and, you know, Martial isn't forcing him to do anything, but he's not going to speak with authority on his client's behalf without his client either giving the okay or echoing these segments, you know. At base level, his agent, the right task is to, of course, you get rogue agents who, you know, who want to cause problems, but it's, it's player welfare and whatnot. So it is what it is. And, and that rubs him up the wrong way. He said, I will not speak to the player about it because then I would react to what his agent said. It should be the player. If he really has the wish to go to another club who informs the board or myself or whomever. So yeah, Ranya can't rate in how Martial's going about it. But I've never spoke about the play, about a player via, via the media or agents. And obviously, you know, they're not playing, Man United are not playing Brentford, but I believe Martial might have been fit for such. Um, if we quickly look at Eddie Howe, they're gone. Newcastle are gone, in my opinion. Newcastle in huge fight to stay in Premier League and 4-0 loss at Leicester doesn't reflect performance. It might not, but he lost 4-0. You know, Leeds lost against Spurs. Leeds lost against Chelsea and they played quite well. It doesn't mean anything, you know. You don't get points for playing well. You get positives where you can learn from, but you not need points and need points now. And personally, I don't think Newcastle got Eddie Howe to, to stay in the, the league. I think they want to stay in the league, but I, I think they recruited Eddie Howe with a bit of a long-termism. They know what he's done at Bournemouth. They probably have what they probably know that they're probably going down and they probably need to reset and put proper building blocks. A lot of their players are not cut up to task. Um, so, yeah, they find themselves 19th, three points from safety. And to be fair, miracles can happen. But Liverpool away, Man City at home and Manchester United at home in the next three games is peak, especially in this period. He said, we're in a huge fight to stay in this division. I was aware of that when I came in and that won't change. I don't think throughout the whole season we're in a huge battle. We'll need to use the pain and feeling from today to help us in our journey this season. Every game is an opportunity. We're hugely frustrated by some of our moments in the game. If we'd have shown more composure in the attacking third, we could have had more moments. We just let the game slip away from us. We know they have quality players. They hurt us when we allowed them space, but I don't think we should lose heart from the majority of the game. We just need more big moments to go our way. You know, they had more shots, more corners and more possession, but ultimately they lost 4-0. Four, four so what does that mean? You know, I'm not going to continue reading it, but what does that mean? And as mentioned at the, at the, at the beginning about COVID cases, apparently the Premier League has, record, has recorded 42 new COVID cases, which is their high, highest number since the release of week, weekly figures began last year. So we probably are going to see some sort of lockdown, in my humble opinion which I hope isn't the case, folks. Um, if we look at the Premier League action to come, like I said, um, this 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 evening, I'm going to be doing Leeds versus Man City, Man City versus Leeds. Make sure you're there on YouTube for that one. Uh, if we start to look at, you know, the, the fixtures to come, people, again, you know, you've got Arsenal against West, you've got Arsenal West Ham on Wednesday tomorrow, which is going to be an interesting clash. Again, I'm going to preview that at 11.30. Crystal Palace against Southampton. Southampton fresh off of losing 3-0 to Arsenal. Crystal Palace fresh off of defeating Everton 3-1. Collar Gallagher FC riding very high. 
Burnley against Watford. Burnley got a good point against West Ham at home. I'm sure they want to take three against Watford. You've got Brighton against Wolves, where Wolves can take a lot of inspiration from how they've last played. There's some interesting clashes. You've got Manchester City against, against Leeds. It's due to be a crazy evening fixture. Bielsa against Pep Guardiola. You've got Norwich against Aston Villa. You know, Dean Smith Derby today, people. And he's been playing it uh, playing playing it kind of cushy. On Thursday, provided it happens, you've got Leicester Spurs. You've got, are we doing on Twitch or watch along? Check your schedule and set your reminders. Chelsea Everton. And you've got Liverpool Newcastle. So there's some interesting clashes between Tuesday and Thursday. So once again, Norwich Villa, Man City Leeds, Brighton Wolves, Burnley Watford, Palace Southampton, Arsenal West Ham, Leicester Welcome Spurs, Chelsea Everton, Rafa Benitez derby. Uh, Raf, um, another Rafa Benitez derby, but it doesn't involve him in Liverpool versus Newcastle. And then obviously we'll speak about Saturday's games when they are to come. From an Arsenal perspective, we need six points this week. You know, you've got Leeds, who I'm going to watch today. You know, you, you it's going to be a tough game regardless of their form. West Ham, it says it all in it. You know, the games are coming thick and fast. Can't cap United are going home early. I literally don't care for United at all, but I hope Ronaldo can prove himself at the highest level at 36. I mean, if Ronaldo's got anything more to prove, then the, the game's go mad in there. I don't think he's got anything to prove to anyone. No. Who would you like to win out of all of these games? The non-English sides, bro. Can't lie, it's a Scrooge thing. I'm not doing this supporting English teams thing, you know. It's, as long as an English team, if, if an English team brings home the trophies, fair enough. But I hope foreign teams, you know, I hope my club PSG can win the Champions League. If not, you know... Bayern Munich, if not out the English teams, you know, I'd rather City do it, to be fair with you, but I'd rather no one do it, you know, I don't want Chelsea to do it again, because we ain't got one, I don't want Liverpool to do it, because their fans that I know will be unbearable, United, definitely not, you know, it's same logic, I ain't really got beef with no City friends, City people, but it's another team that's got it before Arsenal, which is going to happen anyways, um, so yeah, I would say that, Europa League again, you know, no English teams. Conference League again, no English teams. If Leicester do it, then fair play. Europa's got some tasty fixtures, you know. Again, Xavi might be able to try a thing and claim his first sort of bit, a bit of silverware as Barcelona gaffer car. Where major honours are concerned, that's going to probably elude him. I'm completely honest with you. Oh, it's just making sure we've got our time stamps. No away goals. Atletico is the perfect team to knock Man United out. Only team who put five past you and looked like they were under the cosh the whole game. Well, Cody always gets called up. Leeds versus Man City might be a tasty game. Bielsa needs to pattern up City. It's going to be an interesting one. I mean, form-wise, they go out the window. But, you know, Leeds gave Chelsea a game. They gave Spurs a game. They ultimately lost. You don't get points for giving Man a game. But you get the point, in it. You don't get points for giving Man a game. But, yeah, man, for the neutral perspective, I hope it's a good one. Um, and on that topic as well, folks, as I said, make sure you're all here. You know, Man City... Again, content don't stop. One love to the four people, five including myself, who have hit that like button already. God bless you all. You know, make sure you're here for that one. Make sure you're here for the preview in 28 minutes where I've got to go now and actually make sure that's all patterned up. And obviously, set your reminders. Arsenal West Ham watch along tomorrow. The big one. 
one love to the people who've hit that like button, including myself. More importantly than that, people, it's been a fantastic live stream. We've obviously spoken we've, we've spoken about the Premier League, we've spoken about UEFA, we've spoken about COVID. You know, a couple of you have thrown in some talking points, and I love that because it, it helps create the content, it keeps it organic. But on that note, I'm going to have to love and leave you lot, Twitch gang, just to prepare for obviously the, the things we have upcoming as i said please make sure you're checking your schedules they're going to be your best friend and you can see it's a jam-packed week now we've we've just finished this you know the sports talk bit tomorrow i've got art the rush the rush you know we're going to speak arsenal west ham i'm going to be playing football manager at 2 p.m i thought let me squeeze that in and then obviously like i said in the evening Arsenal West Ham. Thursday, I'll be asking Mo how he feels about us. Whatever happens with Arsenal West Ham, I'll touch. I'll, 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 we'll touch upon obviously the game against Southampton, and we'll obviously preview what's to come against Leeds and any other Arsenal talking points you guys have. Uh, as I said, Thursday as well, same time. Chelsea Everton, watch along. And on the topic of Wednesday, I'm probably going to have a West Ham preview. I don't know when I'm going to sandwich it in. Pardon me, sandwich it in here, but trying to get that one done. Uh, and again, for Friday, I'm going to have Graham to speak Arsenal. We'll be playing football manager and there'll be other content here and there and everywhere. So, yeah, I appreciate you lot support, man. Again, we've started taking Twitch seriously this year and it's been fantastic, man. Again, the journey to 10K on Twitch keeps going, you know, 50 on, on YouTube, 10K on, on Twitch. So if you haven't followed or subscribed, please make sure you're doing such. But yeah. On a more serious one, you know, I hope you all have a, go a good day. What's left of it? Attack your goals, hopes, dreams and aspirations. Stay in good health. Um, yeah, and I'll love and leave you lot and we'll buck up again soon, people, man. Check out the other content that's out. Stay blessed, stay safe, safe. <laughs>